the gut. Hmm, could it be a second brain? I mean, you have heard of gut instinct and gut feelings, so there must be a connection, but I bet you have never really, I bet you never really considered it true. Well, welcome to another informative episode for your health and wellness. Today, I, I feel we should examine, we should examine your gut. And we, we're going to examine the gut, but we're going to examine the gut and its connection to the brain. And powerful um, day so far. <clears throat> Always want to greet you and make sure that, um, you know, I'm connecting with you. So the nervous system of the gut is definitely connected to the brain. Um, <clears throat> and that connection is the exchanging of communication signals from one to the next, right? From the gut to the brain and from the brain to the gut. Think about it. You know, the stomach perceives messages, right? Or receives messages from the brain. And <clears throat> those messages dictate the production of secretions, nutrient delivery, and the balancing of microbes in the gut. And the reverse is also, is also a form of communication from the gut to the brain, right? And those messages from the gut to the brain, those messages, they actually influence our mood. And, you know, they, they are really responsible for stress and anxiety and also influence behaviors as well. So... It's really important to consider this communication that's happening between the gut and the brain. So when you consider your gut, you're not just considering your digestive system and that's it. You're really looking at the whole. You're considering the entire digestive system and its um, connection to the brain via the nervous system. And, I mean, think about it. When you hear the phrase, I have butterflies in my stomach, right? <laughs> There's a reason for that. There's a reason that you can identify with anxiety in your stomach. There's something about your brain processing that level of anxiety <clears throat> because it's being communicated too, right? So the phrase we use is butterflies in my stomach or a gut feeling, but those are forms of of confirming that there is this very strong connection between the brain and gut, right? And I've heard some um, practitioners refer to it as the, the gut-brain axis, right? So <clears throat> the brain-gut connection is, is very clear that it's present. So we, so we need to consider the microenvironment of the gut because these microorganisms in the gut, they influence the gut-brain connection, all right? And the environment, the environment that we're referring to is um, the microbiota. And the microbiota, uh, which is, it's just a community, right? It's really a community of microbes which are in, they live in your intestine, rent-free, <laughs> And, you know, there are tens of trillions of microorganisms that control your brain, right? 
there are tens of trillions of these microbes that live in, in what's considered the community that we call the microbiota. And <clears throat> something that I found out that was really, really interesting is that we humans have different strains and different species of microbiota um, in their guts. Some are consistent with, you know, every single other human. However, the majority of us have varying species of microorganisms and um, micro, microbes in our gut. And I found that very fascinating because, you know, we hear about all the variety of um, dietary lifestyles and we all seem to think that all of them should work for us. But the truth is, if our body composition varies, if our gut flora varies or what used to be considered called the gut flora, which is now called the microbiota, if, if those vary based from human to human, then imagine how very customized your diet, um, your dietary protocol has to be. You know, so I just found that very interesting to share. So <clears throat> let's get back to the microorganisms, right? When you, when a person suffers with um, any kind of chronic digestive issues, or the brain is is experiencing chronic stress, right? Because they, they remember, we're really focused on the brain and gut together, <clears throat> or the gut and brain together. So if you suffer from chronic digestive issues or maybe you, you constantly have chronic stress or anxiety, the gut-brain connection is malfunctioning, right? If it's chronic, it's malfunctioning. If it's happening because your brain is processing some levels of anxiety in response to particular situations, that's different. But if it is chronic and it's consistent and extended over extended periods, that's, there's something wrong, <clears throat> And that means that you also have to support your nervous system and your digestive system and your brain. All right. So we're, we, it, I think it's, it's imperative that we consider what foods or herbal foods that we can consume to support our gut, to support our nervous system, and to support the brain. All right. Now, you because it is a... <clears throat> it is a, I guess you could say it's a two-way street. We have brain to gut, gut to brain. If you work on supporting the gut, right, you'll have like a, um, a bottoms-up effect where the gut will heal and become balanced and it will allow for the brain to um, function with the, the healed gut. And, it, you know, the brain will not be you know, experiencing as much chronic anxiety because now you have the, the, the gut functioning as it should. You can also, in reverse, focus on um, supporting the brain <clears throat> and the nervous system. And what will happen is the gut flora and gut, gut um, responses will also adjust based on what you're um, using to support your system. So there are a few things that you can do to support your um, gut-brain connection. 
we could look at, let's look at herbal foods for the nervous system, right? <clears throat> One of the herbal foods that you can use is blue violet and skull cap. And so blue violet and skull cap, I won't go into details about, you know, all of the fabulous things that they do, but they help to relax you if you're constantly tense and nervous, right? So those of you who experience constant and extended periods of um, tenseness and, and, and <clears throat> over anxiety and nervousness, you can actually tap into the relaxing energy and the relaxing components, the, the, the active components in Skullcap and um, Violet so that you can release that tension and you could release those, that nervousness, <clears throat> that built-up nervousness. All right? Another herb food, and I'm calling them herb foods because it is food, all right? And I think um, it's necessary to consider it food because, you know, we think of herbs as just what we take medicinally, right? But we don't really consider it as nutrient-dense and supporting our, our system so and fortifying our system. So I, I, I like to refer to it as herb foods because... You know, it kind of gets people to, to begin to think along the lines of using herbs to feed themselves, to nourish the body. That's really important. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple of other herbs that we're going to look at when it comes to the nervous system and supporting the nervous system. One is blue vervain. Blue vervain is a wonderful herb food that it. It, it can rebuild the nervous system. And my favorite, my personal favorite, which I, I would say, go as far as to say is a herbal ally of mine, is um, milky oats, oat straw, right? The scientific name is Avena sativa. And it's, oat straw is an everyday herb that, it, it's a food Right, and it, it can restore the nervous system. Right, it's used for feeding and restoring the nervous system. And it is when I say it's a food, I mean you can literally consume oat straw at the decoction of oat straw every day to support you, and you will feel the difference. You'll feel the difference. Your nervous system will become relaxed. You'll be more present. Brain fog would ease. It also has. It also has an interesting way of increasing your sexual drive and your sexual desire. So it's it's a really great um, overall herb to support the nervous system. <clears throat> now, we're going to continue our dialogue on um, the gut and <laughs> the gut as your second brain and the gut brain connection in our next episode. I am going to extend to you additional herb foods that you can use to support your gut and to support your brain. I will also share a digestive tea with you that you can use. It's a great blend that will help to support you. I look forward to um, having you all tune in to the next episode. Peace and pay attention to your gut.